You're here with Red Beans and Rice. Yeah, that's right. Red Beans and Rice. I'm Red Beans, and this is Rice. Hello. <laughs> All right, we're talking today about things we use around the house that are extremely useful. Sean, what's one item in the house? Could be in the kitchen, could be in the uh, the garage, whatever that you use all the time. Well, I was gonna. I think I was gonna bring up a tool, like a, like a um, shovel or something like that. But <laughs> since we're all about these uh, Bible snacks and it's about food <laughs> nutrition, yeah. Um, air fryer man hands down oh man I just recently got one so it's the best thing. i love my air fryer mm-hmm. i use it way too much <laughs> i gotta get a bigger one um mine's only probably like four quarts i think i would i would make ice cream with it if i could that's how i wonder if it. you can do some <laughs> fried some cream. mexican fried ice cream oh yeah there we go and uh in the air fryer we're gonna try it uh so air fryers if if you're not familiar with them they're amazing it's a little basket and you can put it in this capsule and it just heats it up wicked quick and it's got good airflow all around it so the hot air can just flow through the whole thing and heat it up really well if you got to reheat french fries oh yeah it reheats them so they're nice and crispy Super crispy <laughs> <laughs> i love it um what kind of stuff do you make in yours man i i had a piece of um, you know bulgogi like the uh-huh. green dish like the beef um, never made it that way. Just laid a piece of that in there. Of course, uh, French fries. I've warmed up McDonald's fries. Yeah. Um, I've warmed up. Dude, I've put everything that I want to warm up. We put the Mexican pizza, pizza in there. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And the, <laughs> really good the Mexican pizza crisped up oh, yeah. real, real good. So good. Um, I, we were talking the other day. We were like, how did we do life before without an air fryer? And it's healthier. It is, you know, yeah. I used to put a little bit of like a, a cap full of oil in with the um, French fries and a regular oven. Yeah. And now that I have the air fryer, I realize like total waste of calories. Total. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> not, not, not worth it at all. And I'm all. telling you, if you're going to use oil, you got to use coconut oil. Oh, yeah. Because coconut is, is healthy. It's got those those MCTs in there. It's, it's good okay. for you. Yeah. Um, well, I love the air fryer. Um, but then there's also tools around the house that aren't so glamorous. But uh, they get the dirty jobs like a plunger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because when you uh, when you need it, man, that's like yeah. you really you really want that. <laughs> you really need, to need <laughs> it. It's a bad day when you don't have one around and you need it. Um, and then there, so there's tools that are for honorable uses, like an air fryer, right? And then there's tools <laughs> for not so honorable uses, <laughs> like a plunger. Or a scrub brush. Um, and that made me think about the verse we were talking about earlier, yeah. about how in the house there's different tools, and we can relate that to Christianity, and we can ask, like, what tool are you? Right. right? Because if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, that makes you a Christian. Right. I mean, to be a Christian just means you're a follower of Jesus Christ. Right? And so, but... God can use us. God uses all of his people. Absolutely. And so the question is, how is God going to use you? What kind of a tool can you be for God? Right. And then go ahead and read that verse for you. Um, yeah, this was, uh, it says, In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are used for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will 
You will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. That was Second Timothy two twenty, I believe. Second Timothy two twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's just it says it's so clear there, and we we try to make the Christian life. I think more difficult than it is. We try to think of all the different nuances. Oh, well, maybe this or maybe that. Um, and it, this verse is pretty clear. Like, right. look, if you keep yourself pure and you live a holy life, God can use you for honorable uses. You can be that air fryer, right? Or that valuable tool that, that you know, God uses in a great way. Um, but if we if we don't, you know, then it impacts our ability to serve God. So it's not, we can look at it in the legalistic way of right. some people are trying to live um, by a set of rules. Right. And they're wondering like, oh, was I good enough today for God? Or I just got to be better. Right. And it's not about that. It's about not having to be better, but wanting to be better. Yeah. And when you read this verse and you see like, wait, you're telling me God can use me? Like the God of this universe, the creator of heaven and earth, wants to use me. Yeah. And when you think of it that way, it's like, well, geez, I want to be in the best possible position I can be for him to use me. Yeah. So it's like, what can I do with my life so God can use me? And he's saying, clean it up. Clean your life up. Like live a pure and holy lifestyle. Um, it says be a vessel for honor, sanctified. So you can be useful to the master, prepared for every good work. And we go, okay, well, what do you mean? Well, it goes on in verse 22. It says, now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, but refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they only produce quarrels. The Lord's bondservants must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wronged, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. And it, and it says actually before we even get to this, it talks about uh, being a good workman for God. If you look at 2 Timothy 2.15, read that for us, 2 Timothy 2.15 says uh <clears throat> work so hard so that you can so you can pre present yourself to God and receive his approval be a good worker one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth correctly explains the word of truth hmm. exactly wow. and so in in my version you're reading the NLT this is the NASB it says accurately handling the word of truth right it says be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman. And so when we think about being diligent, that's something that you have your mind set towards. Yeah. Like if you're going to be diligent in something. Consistency. Consistency. You're determined. Yeah. It's a goal. You have a goal in mind. Yeah. yeah. And so it's saying to make, make this your goal. Like it doesn't just happen. You're not just going to naturally um, start, you know, following God and wanted to live a holy life. It's something that you have to make a priority. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about too, like when, um, you know, about being, you said about using a tool, um, 
ones from summer for special occasions and some are cheap ones, everyday use. But you never know. You know, I talked about a couple of my friends that have joined the church or, or at least joined the sermons is never knew they were even listening. You know, you never know who's watching. You know, that's why it's uh, important to set an example. Um, not that you have to show off or, or anything like that a certain way, but, um, you know, your example is a lot, you know. Yeah, your your life and the way you live, like everybody's paying attention. And yeah. so you said you're a workman out there. If you if you call yourself a Christian, right. then you're an example to everybody else out there in the world that's meeting you, your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends, your family. And which brings the question, it's like do they know you're a Christian? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or would they be surprised if I ran into like your coworkers and I said, "Oh, yeah, Sean." I said, "Yeah, he goes to my church." Yeah. They'd be like, what <laughs> sean goes to church right. <laughs> well you know that's that's what's um what's crazy is you know even before i was saved and stuff i remember seeing people um get saved and they and they seemed like they were a different person you know um, um but i never followed up with it back then you know i didn't really follow up in their life and how much they've changed you know but um you know i know i had mentioned this a long time ago but i remember seeing my friend that got baptized and got saved and i had no idea um, but I, I had talked to him and I remember there was just something different about, and for, for me, it looked like there was something different with his eyes. And I, hmm. I, I don't know what that was, man, but I could see the difference. And then, um, you know, when I had gotten saved, somebody came to me that didn't even know I got baptized and said something. So, so something changes. I mean, it's all yeah. obviously a, a work, you know, it's not just you get baptized and that's it. But, um, yeah, there is a difference there, you know? It, and that's the big thing right there is people say there's like, something different about you. It's like peace, you know, in, yeah. in your eyes and stuff, you know, but it is, it is work. You know, it's not that you you can just, um, and some people have what's called, they call it the Damascus road experience because that's what Paul had. And it was he, on his road to Damascus, right? He encountered God and it was so powerful. It changed him immediately to where he stopped following the the way the ways of the world and started following god and it was so instant and some of us have like strong conversion experiences like that um and then others it's a long work in progress it's like you you come to knowledge of who jesus is you want to follow him um but it's more of a slow change in the sense of your it's a deep struggle to overcome the habits of the world that we've picked up over the years and stuff. Cause I know it's not even, um, it's not that you, like you said, it's, it's not that you don't want to change or that you don't want to, um, uh, that you don't believe, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, um, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, it's like you, um, maybe stubbornness in a way, you know, you don't want to fully give up, um, thinking, you know, better or whatever, yeah. you know, or that you can handle something. And, um, Sometimes you don't even know that it's yeah. wrong. Yeah, like if you've lived your whole life one way and then it's like you you come to Christ and then you realize like, oh, I didn't know that, you know, cursing was bad or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and it, it takes time for the Holy Spirit to work and show you things. And that's why it's so important to be in the word Definitely. and letting God speak to you through it. Well, you know, one thing for me is I noticed, um, like you said, the cursing thing. Um, we're so used to that from work, everybody at work. Um, you know, my dad was ex-military, so he, yeah. you know, yeah, I heard it a lot growing up. And um, But now how sensitive my ears are to that, especially yeah. certain ones, but any of them. Like, I, even people I don't know, I just, I like, immediately my I tune right, you know, I notice it right away before it would just roll off my shoulder. Um, 
but I, I definitely am more sensitive to any kind of yeah. cuss words now for sure. So I think that settles a couple things. One, if you don't have an air fryer, you got to go out and buy an air fryer, <laughs> right? Air fryer. That's step number one. Um, question number two is God's going to use all of us, yeah. but what kind of tool are you going to be? Right. Are you going to be a tool set apart for honorable use? The fine China? Did your right. parents ever have the uh, um, fine China? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Or are you going to be uh, a plunger? You're going to be a McDonald's cup or a Starbucks a Mc- cup. <laughs> <laughs>